y'all. You're listening to Heaving Bosoms, the podcast which is normally a place for friends to recap romance media, but sometimes just turns into a Keanu Reeves stand platform. Today is one of those days, because H.B. Taylor introduced me to The Lake House with Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock. I got to hang out with Taylor and gush about architecture because she's one of our Patreon supporters at the competence boner level. Everyone at this level is invited to co-host an episode with me. And I have to say, this was so much fun. Taylor was a dream to record with and the perfect person for this movie. She's so wise in picking it. If you want to check out our Patreon for other benefits, we've got 150 bonus episodes and more, go to patreon.com forward slash heaving bosoms podcast. So let's jump right into our recap of The Lake House. (laughs) Oh my God, listener, I'm so rude. She just started talking and I was like, don't you dare. Don't it's you true. dare. It's true. I was going to say, I did remember this movie fondly, but I hadn't seen it in years. So I was like kind of looking to see like when it came out, like yeah. how it was received. And I think it was like right as rom-coms were sort of like on the descent in uh-huh. Hollywood. And so like, I feel like a lot of the the less favorable reviews were more reacting to that. Sure. Because I watched, like when I watched it again, I thought it really held up. So it totally does. And like, I don't know, I trust Keanu Reeves. Yes, no, absolutely. Like, because he's always been a conscientious king his whole life and his whole career. (laughs) So I didn't think it would be like super misogynistic or anything, but like. It really held up for real. Yeah, I, yeah. And and that's the thing. So the other thing about this movie is I love time nonsense in movies. Like, I feel like I don't care if it makes sense, like or barely makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as, as long as it's not so insane that like you're stopping to like figure it out during the movie. Like totally. that's kind of my like hard limit. <laughs> But, but yeah, so I and I feel like this there's like there was one part where I was like, oh, man, I do not understand why this is happening this way. But that was the only point. In the movie, oh, my God. So. I cannot wait to I can't wait to find out <laughs> because I think there's like one or two parts and I'm wondering if they overlap at all. <laughs> but first, Possibly, we have to, yeah, we yeah, have to yeah. introduce listener to you. Listener, this is Taylor. Yes, okay, H.P. Taylor. So I'm Taylor. Uh, I'm an architect so that was the other uh, the other thing I really liked about this movie Hollywood is not great at architects I feel I mean they're probably way worse at like doctors and lawyers but like (laughs) this movie did did not do like a bad job at architecting which I I was pretty impressed by too so so kudos to the screenwriter I guess but yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I so, mean, I think it so helped yeah, that it me. wasn't like workplace set, you know? Yes, for sure. There was there was enough kind of character to it to like to give the movie that that flavor without like getting getting too in the weeds. So yeah. absolutely. And like I feel like, you know, from a layperson's perspective, obviously, they really capitalized on like the characterization of architecture and like mm-hmm. you know molding something and making it fit in a place and you know all that kind for of sure thing, yeah which is yeah, really gorgeous point during, 
they have like a really like interesting conversation about the house and like how <gasps> like you know ultimate like it was it was like not like meant for connection it was for yes. stuff off and I was like that's true I, I, I agree with that <laughs> so, yeah 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 I thought I thought they were pretty smart about it they really were and I forget I'll ask you when we get there because I forget whether or not the stairs were already there or if he hadn't put the stairs on yet when she got there. Listen, listener, there's time right. nonsense in here. <laughs> yes, yes, and for it's sure. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, there's right. a lot of bouncing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and the bouncing, I think they handled really well too. Okay, yes. so we've got, I didn't write down their names. Oh no, I always write down I, their names. <laughs> I I I did I took some notes. I okay. sure they're almost exclusively Keanu and Sandra in my notes. I love it. So Keanu and Sandra are here. And yes. That's what we're gonna do for the <laughs> yeah. rest of the time. I'm sorry, listener. <laughs> right. They're pretty like it's an Alex. I think I yeah. think it was a Kate. It's it's gonna You're, be it was Keanu an Alex and a Kate. Yes. But no, it's Keanu and, and Sandra. Sandy. Yes. And I think this was their like second movie together, right? Because Speed came out in 1994. Yes. yes. I don't think they'd done anything else. I know. So apparently like the name of the dog, like was Jack. That was supposed to be Sandra Bullock's like personal reference to Speed, I guess. But that's great. That makes me think this was the second time since then that they had worked together. So Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Oh my gosh. Okay. So we open up and Sandy is leaving this lake house. She's like, goodbye, yes. lake house. Yes. She's moving out. Oh, you've treated me well, lake house. <laughs> but it's time to go. It's got, right. So we see it for the first time. It's got a tree in the middle of it. Yeah. Apparently, I looked this up. They built this house specifically for the movie and then tore it down afterwards. <gasps> I guess. How dare I know. they? I know. Yeah. The other thing, so I guess they needed heaters for all the actors because it was apparently freezing. It looked which, like an ice box. I know, like no shit. Like, like, it's a glass house on a lake. I, <laughs> when I did, I lived in Chicago, and we had to uh, like hair dry like the uh, the cellophane around the windows, like, just, like, <laughs> the cold air out, and uh, yeah, it's it reminded me of that. Yeah. And, uh, the other thing was, I guess it had running water, but no bathrooms, which also like. No, it's a glass house. I okay. I don't know where you're going to put them. So. No, I. So these were all my questions yes. for you specifically because there was a tree in there and we yes. don't get like a super great view of like, you know, the layout overall. They do a really good job of being like, all the windows are reflective right now. Right. You can't right. see it's, inside. <laughs> it's like mostly kitchen shots. I feel like that yeah. house may have been just a kitchen. I'm not sure. I don't know where anyone would have slept or. Yeah, yeah. I really, truly think happen. so. So and I paid special attention to it because I'm narrating Toxic Desire right now. Mm -hmm. And the people who live like on the sex planet, all of them have clear houses because yes. everybody loves watching each other have sex. <laughs> But they talk about their like inner rooms where you can have some right. privacy where like the toilet right. is. If you want to have sex in private, it's not suggested. But if you want some privacy when you're having <laughs> if you sex, must. if you have yeah. to, there are inner rooms. And I didn't see a goddamn inner room in there. 
No, no. One time they show like he meant like they show like the attic a little bit because there's a box in the attic. And I don't know where that attic even was. That attic was in a different house because the tree was in the attic. Yes. I loved it. I loved it. Right. But, but yeah, so beautiful house, a little impractical. But, I know. You know. I still want to live there. Designed by an architect. Right. Oh, yeah. of course. But maybe just in the summer. So. Yeah. In the summer, I do need like two foot glass. You know what I mean? Like really thick glass. Yes. 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 <laughs> but yeah, I couldn't decide if that house was a nightmare or like a dream, you know? Yes. I, I think that I think it swings wildly. A great way to describe it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so Pretty. she's leaving this house. We don't yes. know why, but she's no. melancholy AF. Okay, yes. very moody. Wow, she's real mad about something, and we still I still don't really know what it is because the timeline is so fucked in my brain. Correct. Yeah. It's, I mean, she's, she's starting a new job, I guess. So maybe she's, she's moving closer to her job. And then meanwhile, you know, cut to him kind of moving in, (gasps) but it's snowy. Oh, it's snowy now. (laughs) We're meant to think he's moving in after her, but yeah, we find out later. It's two years earlier. It's two years earlier. Oh my God. Okay. So she leaves a note for the next tenant, the tenant after her. She's like, tenant, I hope that you love this house as much as I did. I hope you love peeing with sunlight just right (laughs) down upon you. Like, I'm sorry about the the dog footprints. Yes, there's paw prints and there's there's a box in the attic, which she's just never opened. Never opened it in her life. Curious at all. You know, probably the first thing I would have done if I was moving in a new house, but I guess she's a renter. So maybe she's like, I'll just leave this box alone. Anyways, Keanu gets this note and he's more confused about the paw prints than the box, I guess. There's no, there's neither one is there, but, but he sees that there's no paw prints and basically thinks she's a crazy lady. I guess. Absolutely. And so he writes back and he's like, I don't know what you're smoking, but uh, no paw prints over here. Also, nobody's lived here for years before me. And it is a crap house. Like it is a mess right now. And meanwhile, in her timeline, it had been fixed up by him. Listener. Yes. She's like, no, I know what house you think I'm living in. I know that house. It wasn't that house. Mm -hmm. I love the shade she throws, the subtle shade where she's like, I I know exactly what house you're talking about, but I don't think that a (laughs) cottage should be 6,000 square feet and like fair. Yes. That's a fine assessment to me. Rather live in a... (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Yeah. But then the dog does show up, right? Yes. As as Keanu's kind of slowly, I think he's doing something with concrete or paint or something, and this dog just shows up out of nowhere. This this time traveling dog, and uh, and he sees the paw prints being made, and that's kind of like the first inkling that both we and he has that like something is going on. And I really like that they didn't drag this mystery out. Same. Like they get right to the point pretty quickly. So. Yeah. I love it. And both of them are like, this is super weird. Well, okay. Sorry, listener. So she has a really bad day at the beginning. It's yes, Valentine's yes. Day. She started this new job that's really stressful because she's a big time doctor. And yes. 
she meets her mom in like a plaza in Chicago, Daily Square. Yes. So Daily, yeah, Daily Plaza. So this, yeah, and just to say, like, they have great Chicago locations in this movie. Like, I felt like they really made a meal out of it being set in the city, and, like, they took a lot of advantage of it. Like, and for a movie that is at least, like, a little bit about architecture, I feel like that made a lot of sense. So they they yeah. A great location scout <laughs> but uh but yeah so they're they're in daily plaza it's the one in chicago with the big picasso sculptures in it mm. and uh, and yeah so she's talking to her mom yeah she's she's like she's just kind of getting used to to being a doctor at this new hospital basically yeah and i feel like her dad died semi-recently and so she's like yes she's talking to her mom about the way that she's coping with her grief and then screech crash bang curse blast yes. somebody gets hit by a bus <laughs> oh no and so there's a lot of conspicuously not showing his face oh yeah so, you know we're, we're like who is this who is this mystery man that's been hit by a bus yes it's just oh no it's just a just stranger and it is so she runs over there because she's like i'm a big time doctor and she's calling 911 at the same time and boy is he there just face down on the pavement yes and we find out that he dies in her arms yes yeah it's it's very sad. She's really torn up about it. Her her coworker, who is played by Shore Agdajlu, who is just mm. a, a total treasure in whatever movie she's in. Every time. And certainly here as well. She recommends that she go back to a place she was happy, like get out of the city a little bit. So she does drive back to that lake house that she does not live in anymore. That's so. right. And apparently nobody else does either. It is abandoned again. No. <sighs> no. So she opens up the mailbox. But then, right? Yeah, I don't know. If, yeah, she was just maybe checking to see if her note was still there or something, yeah. or maybe I, I wasn't really clear on why she opened up this mailbox when she gave them a forwarding address. Maybe just to check that there wasn't any mail in there for her. Oh um, yeah, because there's nobody to forward the mail. I didn't even think about right. that. Because right. that was one of her things. Like, please forward my mail. It's a you know, it's a shit show over at the post office. Also fair. Yes. Yeah, so so she does find a note in there for her, which I don't. Maybe this is this is just magic mailbox mechanics, I guess. Maybe it, yes. you know it hasn't been picked up yet. Keanu just popped it in there, but, but it is a note from him saying you're a little crazy. It's actually 2004, mm-hmm. and uh, you know can't forward your mail because your address doesn't exist your address doesn't exist i went to your place and it is not constructed yet it is being constructed yes and exactly and she's like oh well you're crazy pants because it's 2006 and then finally they both (laughs) decide that romance reasons time travel exists now there are two things that time travel in this movie there are letters in that letterbox and that goddamn dog and the dog those are the only two things it's just time travel nonsense we won't question it too much that's all it is that's all it is it's bananas that dog is still a mystery to me to this day (laughs) i'm very into it though yeah so all right so then what happens so they start like they start talking about what they like he's like you know we never talk about what we like we've only been talking about how weird time travel is and she's like, I yes. mean, fair, you know, like, I feel like that is something that we should be talking about. <laughs> no, she doesn't say that. That's my fanfic. 
<laughs> yeah, well, because because I'm trying to remember. At so at some point, at some point, I think he 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 tells her a little bit about himself. Like I think at this move at this point in the movie, we've seen him. Well, we've seen him kind of meet up with his brother. We've seen his dad briefly. There's a scene like. It's it's very like it's Christopher Plummer is Keanu's dad and he's just doing his like level best to embody like every stereotype of old architects that exist. Yes. I've definitely met this stereotype before. Yes. Uh, yeah. But he's yeah, he's got a bow tie. He's in this like beautifully like lit studio full of, of drafting boards. There's not a computer in sight. <laughs> There's like a big poster that says architecture in the background and a lot of like lovingly rendered very impractical chalk drawings on blackboards and it's <laughs> it's very like you know, he's like he's got his like his like uh like minions which includes Keanu's brother like kind of congregated around him and uh and this is this is actually so this is this is number two of like ways that Hollywood like tells people that that they're architects Ooh, which tell is me everything. like they they're 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 clustered around a large model like yeah you know, like, movies love a large model like way number one we also see in the beginning of the movie we see Keanu on his like job site with his hard hat that's like the first way that's like right, right, you right. know that's I'm an architect like on the job right uh, right yeah. but uh but yeah so so they've got this large model and and the brother says something about that the loop being a fugue state which is Definitely like the sort of bullshit that you would tell an old architect during a crit. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so so it was it was it was a very good setup for like like an old architect scene, and uh, and I it was funny because this brother is played by Eben Moss Backrack, and I'm kind of used to him playing mostly hipster assholes. Yes, hipster uh, assholes. So Wasn't he in movie- Girls? Yes, he was Marnie's yes, boyfriend sure. in Girls. Yeah, he was girls. I think I have I've not seen the bear yet, but I think he's in that too, which is also set in Chicago. And but I guess maybe in 2006 that wasn't his like thing yet. He hadn't been so typecast because that's not really who he's he's playing like this very kind of sweet younger brother character. And Ernest, he you can tell yes. he desperately wants his dad's approval and he can sure. never get it. <laughs> And the two brothers have sort of gone on two different paths. The little brother yes. has stuck around and been like, I'm going to be you 2.0 and you're going to love me someday. And Keanu has been like, I'm going to go be a vagabond condo builder. Right. Yes. And yes. I'll see you never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They like, cause he meets up, he meets up with his brother, like, like after that, that uh, the scene where his brother and his dad are in, in in the architecture office and like his dad just sort of like, we find out later they haven't spoken in years, his dad just sort of like nods at him and walks off. So yeah. they, they don't have a great relationship, but but he takes his brother out to a bar and he tells his brother he brought he bought a lake house. Yeah. Uh, without being like, hey, I bought our family's lake house. Yeah, I bought like, the that lake house. Come- yeah, he's just like, no, I bought a lake house. Listen, it's a soft uh, launch. Like, I respect it. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then that's when they go. Uh, he takes his brother to go check and see um, what Sandra's building, like where her this forwarding address yes. she's given him is. And that's when we find out this is just like a big empty construction site with like 
a large rendering on the corner. And I, so this is not 1620 North Racine is not a real address. Apparently okay. this is filmed at like, uh, I guess I think it was Halstead in Chicago. It's basically the, like the distribution center for the Chicago Tribune newspaper. You could kind of see like behind the, and I was just imagining like all of the people that live at that corner, like seeing that giant address and oh, rendering yeah. and just being like, so disoriented i'm sure they knew they were filming a movie but like i I know when i lived in chicago uh it was around the time that the empire show with taraji p henson was was being filmed and that was so that should tell you around when that was and uh it was set in new york but they filmed in chicago and at one time i walked out of um like my my work building uh, to go to the L and they had like completely redirect, like redecorated it as like a New York subway stop. And I oh, wow. Like, Hold up. Yeah. I, mean, I still obviously knew where it was, but I feel like the people who were around when they were filming like this, this big, you know, like fake banner of, of yeah, it's like bizarro world. What? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that That made me laugh a little bit. I love it. Yeah, well, and so. and I love the like the little uh, very subtle brother moments because yes. he hasn't told his brother why they're there. He hasn't told right. his brother anything, and so the brother's like, "Oh yeah, you coming to visit someone here? Let's ring the bell, beep beep, or whatever." <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah, he's super sweet. Like he's just kind of along for the ride. Like all through the movie, he's just you know Keanu kind of tells him about Sandra's character without really telling him, and he he's very supportive and all of that. So yeah, he, yeah this. He was a very sweet character, this brother. So yeah. So um, then he's like, "I'm an architect. I like doing this, these stuff. So how about I show you what I like, and we yes. walk around the city together on Saturday?" And he yes. puts like this whole map into the mailbox of like, "Here's your first stop. Here's your second stop," and writes a letter to go along with it. That's like my dad brought me to this one, and it's like the grandmother of all buildings or something. Yeah, yeah, and this was like such a sweet. Like I, I thought this was a like a a huge architecture nerd thing to do, but <sighs> I did look up all the locations on his map because I'm also a huge architecture nerd. Yay! Like, I had to make sure he wasn't like taking her on a terrible tour or anything, and he <laughs> wasn't. He did. He did a good him or I guess the prop master who made this map did a great <laughs> job with all of the locations. He's got like a couple of like the the like the bridges. He's got like the Michigan Avenue Bridge. He has he has one of my favorite buildings in downtown Chicago on there, which is the Inland Steel Building. So, you know, good job, oh, yeah. Keanu. Um, wow. Yeah, so I yes. went on a trip, a work trip that was mm-hmm. in Chicago and on like one of the days I had off, I just decided that I was going to randomly go on one of those architecture river tours. The boat tour. Yeah. 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 The boat ones. And I have to say, I wasn't like, I didn't have like high hopes. I was like, oh, I think it'd be cool. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, that's Mm -hmm. neat. But I was, I was also hungover at the time and I was (laughs) riveted through the whole thing. Chicago's had like, they did such a good job presenting everything. 
They really did. And like you, as you, as you see her kind of walking through like the street, they, they show, they show a couple of the buildings that he had like on his map. And then they kind of switch to, I assume this was also on his map, but they didn't, they didn't show like the Gold Coast area because the map was folded. So I'm just, I'm just going to guess that all of those beautiful houses they had, I, I recognized a couple of them. They're just like a little bit north of the loop. Oh, cool. And she like, she talks about, you know, one of her favorites and, and he like, they're, it's, it's really funny the way they do it. I mean, cause it's a movie, even though it's like an epistolary romance with letters, I mean, they've got to cut it. Like they're having a conversation. Yes. It would be too weird otherwise. So there's so, this, this whole tour is kind of overlaid with them. Like, you know, having a conversation back and forth about this tour. Yeah. It's um, all voiceover. Although- Yes. Yeah. It's all voiceover. Although every, every time that happened, I did imagine them basically in, in the first, like the way they did it in the very first scene where they're basically just passing notes back and forth in a mailbox. Yeah. Like Keanu's out there and he's like, I was just like thinking about him like out there in his bathroom with just like a stack of post-its and they're just, they're basically texting each other back and forth. So I, I did I did think about that a little bit whenever like through the movie they would do this voiceover totally but, uh, but yeah they they do it pretty well without it it being distracting or anything mm-hmm. and so. they, it's it's scripted really well because you can see you can see how like some of them are thoughts that one character would yes. think and then the other yes. is what what would actually come from a letter and so right. I think it it's really it's done really really well and. Thank you for bringing that up because it's very important. The <laughs> when they're putting notes in the uh, mailbox at the very beginning, back and forth, when they're like figuring yes. out that this yes. is a cosmic fuck up of some sort, right? Yeah, the little flag on the mailbox keeps on going <laughs> up and down when they yeah, each so they put just, their response in. Right? They just watch the flag, and like the dog watches the flag, and so so yeah, they're just like. Every time there's voice over in the movie, they're really just like standing out there watching the flag go up and down. Yeah, it's really cute. (sighs) Okay, so one of the things she says in voiceover is, I really wish we could have done this tour together. Yes. And then, boy, I gasped, Taylor. I (laughs) gasped. Because she looks over and there's this graffiti wall. It's all like weathered. And it, right. it says, Kate, I'm here with you. Thanks for the lovely Saturday together. Ah! Which is, yeah, it's just perfect. Like, I, yeah, I love that. Like, I feel like two years is a believable amount of time for that graffiti to still be there. Like, yeah. so yeah, he's, baby. <laughs> yeah. I'll give it to them. Uh, I, absolutely. And, and probably not. But If it but, was yeah, 10 years, that, this- that wouldn't even be there. Like, the building might not be there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's left this beautiful message for her the, yeah, i wrote this down because it just went like totally unremarked upon but they're they're continuing in in their little chicago tour to do to do voiceover of of things that they like yeah like he's he's taking her on this tour and she's telling her some telling him some of her favorite things and one of the things she said was she loves the smell of her dog's paws and they yeah. still <laughs> What? It's a weird one. Was that? Like, <laughs> there's, there's a couple moments like that where it just the movie just sails on by. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I'm, I'm, I'm sure you do. <laughs> and at that the, point, the, I just them. started thinking about like weird scenarios in which she would be able to lean over and just get a huff of that paw, you know? Yes. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> like, and why? And, yeah. It's like this dog's outside a lot. Like, oh, you know, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Again, we're suspending our disbelief. Sandy gets to yes. be a wild card, and that's fine. <laughs> One of her favorite things. <laughs> yeah. okay so then she is like i'm obviously going insane i have to run this by someone else so she goes to her mom and she's like mom look at these letters what do you think and she's like he seems like a really nice boy he's got nice handwriting He's got nice handwriting. Yes. And we we did see the handwriting in the beginning of the movie uh, over like the opening credits. It is very nice. Nice. I don't know. I don't know a single architect or doctor who has handwriting that nice. But but, uh, I guess, you know, maybe maybe that's one of the things they love about each other. But yeah, she's she says he's got great handwriting and then she dismisses the fact that he's two years in the past as a detail which it's just is a tiny just detail like a, level, a level of unconcern <laughs> that i think we should all aspire to but honestly honestly yeah it's just you know you'll figure it out whatever it's, it's fine no and no worries like, this is not out of the ordinary at all in mom's yes. world yeah, because in the meantime, like, yeah, Sandra's been telling Keanu in letters, like, about what the future is like. And, like, you know, I, in reality, this would be a great opportunity for some sports bookmaking scheme or some sort of, like, Absolutely. stock play. But she mostly uses it to make, like, robot jokes and, and, and <laughs> talk about how they have the same dog. So, yeah. <laughs> to each their own. So. <laughs> I like that you're thinking of the real future, though, you know, that's yes, very important. Yes. Yeah, well, I mean, honestly, on a much, much more depressing note, I mean, well, I guess I guess that didn't happen. She could have she could have warned him in 2008 what was about to happen to the architecture uh, honestly. Job situation. But uh, but yeah, she 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 mostly just kept it to like to telling telling him about about the dog, Jack and uh uh-huh. Man, what else? Yeah. She's like, yeah, we all, um, what did she say? She's like, we all wear shiny jumpsuits now. It's yeah. just, you know, very, very tame uh, future related jokes. Flying cars, but, you know, yeah. regular jets and stuff. <laughs> right. Exactly. And so now we see him with his dad and his dad is yes. in his like ornate library that has a loft in it oh, and yes. shit. Beautiful. It's he's, nice. He's definitely an old you know, famous architect, you could tell by his loft. And he uses this opportunity, I guess he hasn't seen Keanu in several years. And uh, he basically passive aggressively criticizes his career and calls him a sleazy condo developer. That was um, so rude, yeah, dad. Yes, for sure. <laughs> very rude. How very dare you, know? you sir? <laughs> like- and uh yeah, like Keanu says, he's like he's he basically explains why he's been gone for years. Like saying he he tells his dad he was trying to forget him, kind of slash forgive him. So they have a very complicated relationship, but it's probably not made better by his dad taking pot shots at his, at his no. choice of job all the time. <laughs> 
No, and this was really Maybe interesting to me. one of the reasons you left in the first place. I, I mean, I think it's very illustrative, definitely. But yeah, it's really, this dialogue is really interesting to me because the dad says, where have you been? And he says, I was trying to forget you. Yes. The dad says, did you succeed? And he says, no. And then the dad just like sort of, you know, arrogantly sits there and says, let me know if you'd like help remembering. <laughs> right. So you don't, and I don't know that you ever really find out the detail. I mean, it, it kind of comes out that, you know, him and Keanu's mom had a difficult relationship and that sort of thing. They never really get into into what happened exactly, but you get the sense that it's sort of about his career choices and just, and also just kind of about his dad being like a, you know, one of that, like that stereotype of the the creative genius who's just terrible to all of the people that love him. Yeah. And, yeah. So. Yeah. And like, it seems like he's one of those very, very successful lauded people that start believing their own mystique. Yes. And yeah. start seeing the people who like sort of make up the structure of their life. Like his life wouldn't go if his wife right. hadn't like sacrificed and been with the kids and supported him. But it, it just seems like he's one of those people that like takes everyone for granted because he's so special. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's very easy for him to forget all of the people that like made his career possible and all yeah. Of that. Yeah. 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 Okay. Now something very important happens. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Is because it the tree? It's the tree. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So she's had she's in a voiceover letter. She's written to him like about like being lonely and there there are shots of her like playing chess with the dog. And, <laughs> and she she talks about she talks about missing trees. So can the lake house trees one? specifically. Yes. Yes. So he steals one from his job site <laughs> and uh, and in a very beautiful, like very romantic, like slightly nonsensical way. <laughs> like he, he brings this tree to the construction site of her building and a tree just sprouts up out of oh. nowhere, like right in front of her during a rainstorm. And I loved this. It did strike me funny that as this building was being built no one would have noticed like a brand new street tree just like right in front of no. the building <laughs> nobody would have been like well this My was obviously experience. a mistake <laughs> yeah it like i i would guess that like several people would have had many questions about this but you know we just kind of gloss over it and she gets her tree that she missed and it shelters her during the rain and yeah i feel like this is one of those shots that they used in the trailer like of the movie to explain oh like, yeah just, like here's yeah this is what time nonsense means in the context of this particular romantic movie like, it is really good shorthand yeah. that's yeah you're totally right yeah. Okay. Yeah, because so I need to tell you the journey I went on during this whole yeah. period, because frankly, I think that this is the one moment in the movie that makes everything else not make sense. So <laughs> I like, we've arrived. It's here yes, because yes. when I saw this thing, she, cause she specifically says in her letter, I miss the trees and I miss specifically yes. the trees at the lake house. Right. And so right. 
Then we get a shot of him just like looking out this construction trailer and there's a bunch of trees that are, you know, in pots just waiting the to box be put that, yeah. on the job yeah. site. Yeah. And so I, my notes in all caps says, then he gets the trees and he plants them at the, tr- at the lake house. <laughs> and like, those were going to be the trees that she missed because they weren't there before, but like they are there now. You know what I mean? Right. right. And that would make sense. Because, and it would make sense in the context, but then they do this fucking just appearing tree (laughs) at her new house. Wow. The whole thing. Right. So it's just like any, any, any time he's changing time, like, I mean, does she now remember the way it was before? I know. Like. Because, you know, spoiler alert at the end of the movie when he isn't dead, did he just like appear out of nowhere? Like, right? Did the brother like remember him being dead? And These I, are all the I, things. I had, yeah, I had so many, so many questions about that. Yeah. I was like, how is this going to work? But yes. Yeah, like whose memory does it impact? Who does it not? Right. And if right. if you if you do something in one timeline and it changes in the other one, then like why do they know each other at all? Because she wouldn't have gone to the lake yes. house to get the letter and do the blowish <laughs> and like <laughs> it's the one thing in yes. the movie that doesn't make a lick of sense, but I'm I'm fine with it. <laughs> no, like yeah. I, I, I like I've gotta I gotta feel like the second that tree was there, it was she just felt like it had always been there because or or maybe at least everyone else in the world besides her it had all because I, I just yeah. can't wrap my brain around. No, I can't either. And yeah. the movie throws some hard shade, which I really really love later <laughs> on because like there's a moment we'll get to it but like she she specifically like looks up at this very symbolic tree before smooching on another dude yes and yes. it's so so she obviously remember listen it doesn't matter <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> so now he promises that they're going to be together someday and he's going to take care of her because she's a big time yes. doctor yes and yeah, he doesn't he mind yeah he doesn't mind being a more like residential low-key kind of architect he doesn't need fame or whatever because kiana really just wants a family with kate and stuff yeah it's beautiful yeah you can really tell they're you know they're falling in love i feel like he 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 goes to the lake house with his brother and i feel like he talks a little bit more about that and that's when he's kind of he's talking about connection in general and and so his brother describes the house as lake corbusier meets frank lloyd right which is just the opposite of what that house is but, <laughs> but it, so I, was, I was like wasn't frank okay and this might sound really dumb but wasn't frank lloyd right like concrete and art deco yes low and long like yeah it's kind of like prairie sky. i mean he did have like his most famous house is probably falling water so he did like have he liked that relationship with nature but then they talk about how this house is like completely closed off from nature and it it doesn't have that like that like that connection it's all about containment and ownership and i was like this was like a very smart conversation about architecture perceived by a very like like or maybe the beginning was dumb or maybe i'm just dumb and they're right (laughs) right, but but it 
it, it ended on a good note and, and they kind of use that to hold tie the like tie the theme of like connection back yeah so that that was like a really nice moment well and it's 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 nice in a lot of ways like i think it was really really smart not only i guess from an architecture it sounded very smart from my point yes. of view but i'm obviously leaving that to it, you it ended um, on a very smart yeah smart i, I mean and honestly it's totally possible they just they just threw some like more well-known architects out totally. there like whatever people will at least know who these people are dad used to play cards with them which i don't know about that the I timing on frankly yeah. would be very old very geriatric um, but, uh, uh, yes yeah well and, okay so yeah, but, the other uh, thing that it does is it sets up keanu is sort of trying to get his brother to come into himself and stop trying yes. to do yeah. exactly what his dad did stop trying to please their dad yeah because his dad's never going to respect him for that and he might not respect him for anything no. and like no. keanu's trying to show him so in a way he's like look our dad's career was beautiful like he built this house but as taylor said it's about like connect it's about like control and containment. right you get yeah, to this view house all of the beauty in the middle of it yeah. But you can't get to it really and you can't touch any of the other nature like there's you know there's it's it's like a long pier all the way to the middle of this house so yeah it's yeah it, it was a very very kind of symbolic i i like that you know i guess whatever I think apparently they had an architect who designed this house in like a few weeks and they built it in like a few weeks after that. Like, Whoa. but whoever, whoever did it, like did a, they did a great job kind of tying it thematically to the movie. So. Really, really they did. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then Keanu says, dad knew how to build a house. He did not know how to build a home. Yes. Yeah. And so I think that we can do like, I think he wants us to do what he couldn't and he won't be able to ever say that out loud but we can't just recreate what he does we need to think about the way that you know it, you the way that a house relates to connection yes the missing component yeah. in all of his dad's work like a really nice it's it's sort of like i love when like no one in a movie is like really the bad guy like yeah. everyone's kind of got their own stuff and so i i think that's that shows like a really like nuanced understanding of their dad. Like, you know, he's never going to be able to like tell us he loves us in his practice. <laughs> no. like, we can do this anyways. Right, but. right. So then the brother's like, well, you know, you talked about visionary vanguard. Is that what it was? Something like yes, that. Yes, yes. Which, uh, just a terrible name for an architect. It's really firm, bad. Okay, I, I'm glad you agree. <laughs> I, it's not good. I really hope it was like some sort of like inside reference to like, like something their dad had like written or like said in a speech Ooh. one time. Like just like a little bit of like, you know, we're his sons and we're going to like carry this on. So I, I really hope it was like that sort of reference and yeah. not just like, oh, it sounds so cool. Ew, we're <laughs> so badass. <laughs> yeah. So Keanu says you can have the name, but like, I'm not, I'm not about that anymore Yes, because I want something different. And it's very yes. clear that what he wants is a future with Kate. So yes. then, yeah, go ahead. 
Oh, I was about to say, I think I, I know where you're going with this. She basically asked him to uh, to in a letter, she asked him to receive uh, retrieve a copy of Persuasion, which she had left at a train station two years before. And he goes to get it and he sees her for the first time. And she calls 2004 a bad harrier for herself. How she's just dare she? She looks stunning as always. How um, but- dare. Thank you. Thank you. Because I was going to rant about that for at least 20 minutes. No, she's gorgeous. <laughs> she's always gorgeous. Yeah, the idea of her having bad hair is ridiculous. Uh, but Honestly. he also sees, this is the first time we see to her, I guess in 2006 is her ex-boyfriend. In 2004 is her current boyfriend. And I think his name was Morgan. Morgan. But in my notes, I'm I mostly just called him inadequate boyfriend because this oh. whole movie is just about how he's just like not good enough for I her. I know. Like, yeah. And like so. he tries so hard. He's a try hard. He does. Too hard. I feel like she thinks he, she tells him he tried too hard. Basically. Yeah. It's just, you know, he was just, it just wasn't working. He was, he was, uh, he was meeting, uh, like, like having her meet his parents, you know, a week into their relationship oh and, my and God. stuff like that. So he's just, yeah, he's at this train station though with her. She, she kind of, she kisses this ex or this current 2004 boyfriend goodbye, gets <laughs> on the train. And and Keanu, he's he's gotten persuasion. He like runs after oh, the train, running. like he's doing a run. Scared. Yes, and yeah. she, he's and, like, I think I saw you. And in the voiceover, she's like, No, you couldn't have. And he's like, no. Long brown hair. What what was it like? Gentle <laughs> eyes or something like yes, that. Yes, <laughs> never heard a man describe eyes that way, but I love it. Yes, me neither. Oh, man, I wish I could remember exactly what he said about I her know. eyes. It was, I know. It was be- very poetic. Yes. <laughs> I'll try to put it on the social media or something. Let's <laughs> see if I can yes, get my shit perfect. together for that. Yeah. And, so, so this, oh. this thing with the book, though, like if I if I had to have a a, a bing boom bong about like just time nonsense, like I, I feel like. With time travel movies, I'm I'm generally I, like there's this idea of like fridge logic where it's Ooh, like yeah. as long as it makes sense in, in the moment and you don't have to think about it too hard, then like it doesn't like matter if you're standing in front of the fridge like getting a midnight snack and and all of a sudden it occurs to you like wait a second like why did she say that the dog hated the snow in 2004 when the dog is supposed to be with Keanu in 2004? Like that's fridge logic. Like that's not going to like mess, like mess up the experience of the movie. This thing with the book though is bigger than that. We can, we can come back to it when she actually finds the book, but I just, it's so many questions about the book. The book involves breaking and entering. Yeah. Oh my god! Like and yeah, and, and he could have just mailed it. Like she proves later in the movie, you can mail a book. Like why didn't he just do that? But and he just yeah. So again, like I guess I guess when we get to that point where she finds it, I I could I can re-enter my my whole rant about this. But <laughs> it was just I was like, what is it? Was a what lot is going on with this? Yeah. So then she's at the table, like, you know, writing her next letter to him. And she's like, uh, she's like, okay, how about you call me on today's date at, you know, looks at her (laughs) watch, 9.05 (laughs) p.m. Yeah. And he 
And then the phone rings and everybody, yes. including me, Melody, yes, yes. edge of our seats. Okay. <laughs> and this proves that at this point he was dead. Or yes. was he not? Like, was he waiting? Like, or was he? Because she said, wait for me. And he can't, he knows he oh, can't right, fuck up those two right. years. It's like, is he dead or, yeah, or is he just waiting? Yeah, no, that's yeah. a good uh, point. I, I feel like he's dead. He's dead now. Because this is 2006 and she doesn't tell him to wait until like 2000. Wait later. Seven. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Oh, man. But like in some ways, this movie is about a two year span. And then in other ways, it's really like six years. It's so confusing. <laughs> yes. And like, like it's also about, you know, completely ignoring the idea of time travel, creating parallel universes. Don't think about it. Yes. It doesn't right. do that here. She's like, we're just going to get around that by having you just promise to meet me in two years like mm -hmm. just really try try hard to remember like several calendar invites just like do not forget to come meet me in two years. yeah yeah but, uh, okay i'm sorry it's not him it's her inadequate boyfriend no. morgan ex-boyfriend exactly. yes yeah and he's just in town and like casually casual. wants to meet up even even though he then later tries to turn it into a dinner invitation proving it was in no way casual they they try to get dinner at a place called Il Mare that i guess is the name of the original korean movie that this uh, this movie was was based off oh. of so yeah, that's i guess that's the movie's little reference to that and Il Mare is booked out four months in advance. In reality, this is the Park Grill in Millennium Park. And mm -hmm. I'm sure it's very nice. It does not have like nicest restaurant in Chicago vibes to me, <laughs> but but they can't they can't get a table there regardless. Yeah. So uh so in, yeah instead they just go kind of walking around Millennium Park and and they're talking and the the inadequate ex-boyfriend uh, mentions Somehow, I, I, this is when she's telling him that he was always like going too fast and he threw like he threw parties for her and she had to meet all of his friends. And he's like, yeah. And remember that time that you made out with that random guy at that party? And she denies uh, that it was a make out and she is lying. She's lying her ass off. OK, <laughs> yeah. she looks at him. She has the audacity right. to say, what are we in middle school? I am sorry. <laughs> It would only be middle school if he had called right. it a French kiss. All right, Sandy, yes. there was tongue. Yes. It was a makeout. <laughs> yes, we have an inkling, you know, maybe he's talking about something that happened with Keanu. And we do find out uh, in, in, a, in a scene coming up that, yes, she <laughs> was indeed making out with someone. We oh! see it. And it's beautiful. I've never seen anything more yes. beautiful in my life. So, okay. Yes. So now it turns out that Jack. Okay, so now we're back in two thousand four, and he we're is back in two thousand four. He's, he's at, at the at job, his site. job site. Yeah, which must be. Uh, I am very fuzzy on the geography of everything that is not downtown Chicago in this movie. I think the I, filmmakers were too. Yes, yes. So because <laughs> he, he chases his dog from the job site to this house of. Uh, what in 2004 is Sandra's current boyfriend and I don't know I guess if he so he maybe had a house near this lake house 
she was working in Milwaukee and coming down on the train to see him, I think. Yeah, yeah, she was and doing anyways, her residence. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So Keanu, Keanu chases this dog to, to Morgan's house. And uh, again, must also be close to the lake house because I feel like he, he bought this lake house to be near his job site. Yeah. But uh, he realizes that this boyfriend man is dating Sandra and manages to get an invitation to a party that he's throwing at his house, that boyfriend is throwing at his house for Sandra. It turns out to be a surprise party, which she hates, which is just the sort of thing an inadequate boyfriend would do. It is. You know, throwing, he try- he's such a try hard. parties who do not want them. Yes, uh-huh. exactly. But Keanu, he does come to this party he brings a date. Okay. Um, I Justice for was architect Sarah secretary. Mona. Mona. Yes. Yeah. Justice yes. for Mona. I'm sorry. She is hilarious. Yes. There's a point in the movie where she, just like comic relief, uh, she looks over at his butt and basically starts like drooling and doing a Hong Kong sign. Like yes. it's very good. <laughs> Mona is all of us. Yes. Uh huh. So yeah, because I think th- she shows up twice in this movie. Like once is in the beginning, basically like as exposition to be like, "Hey, audience! Like Keanu bought this house made of glass and stilts on a lake, and then he." He yells at her and tells her to get boots, which is she should probably have boots on a construction site for sure. But uh, but yeah. yeah, so so she does show up around this time of this party to be like, look at my my very inappropriate for a construction site boots that I got, <laughs> and he takes her to this party. Yes, so they go. <sighs> ditches her at this party at some point because he finds Sandra and they end up hanging out outside the house and well because she's like I didn't want this fucking party I've been on a train for two and a half hours <laughs> right. I probably had to drive from Grand Central wherever that is in Chicago I don't like this this is a surprise party that nobody wants I don't know any of these people and so she's doing uh <laughs> she's doing a, I'm gonna take a breath and sulk a tiny bit privately yes. out on yes. the porch <laughs> yeah and so i mean who could blame her she, yeah. she barely knows these people so keanu finds her out there and and they have this you know they have this kind of get to know you conversation where he knows obviously who she is and she doesn't and um oh she has the plot of persuasion to him well and, and like keanu that seems that seems like random it. though because He's like, he's trying to talk to her about things he knows she likes without being like, I'm a super creeper from the past slash future slash now. Yeah, he's trying to kind of draw it out and make it feel natural. Yeah, Right. So he's like, hey, do you by any chance uh, (laughs) like the book Persuasion? And she's like, like, yeah, it's actually my favorite. And, And she's like, why would you rant? Why? Listen, dude, sitting on a porch. Why are you <laughs> randomly asking me that? He's like, oh, it's, yes. just, it's just that a friend gave me the book, and I was just wondering if you could tell me what it's about. And I'm like, all it's right, true. Keanu, I'm giving you the pass on this one, but like that was clunky as fuck. <laughs> it, it was. It is. It is kind of a chance for for them to sort of like underline the point of the movie, which is you know people getting like a second chance at love after yeah. being separated for a long time. So they kind of they kind of bring it 
back around romantically. It's lovely. It ends up being lovely, but it was also hilarious because I'm sorry, Taylor, if you (laughs) were at a, if you were looking back on your life, would you forget about a horrendously terrible, like a party surprise party in which a stranger asked you specifically about your favorite book and then you danced and made out would you ever forget make out with him which like while you had a boyfriend i mean if nothing else i feel like you would remember like oh this guy was so hot that i like i cheated just a little bit with my boyfriend with him like well okay so here's my other theory about sandy in this movie okay my big theory because in this in this conversation he asks her about or she random i don't remember why she starts talking about like her first love and she says that like she ran off to san francisco and then her dad came and got her and she was in big trouble and she's like and the hilarious thing is she wanted to be a singer yes that was the thing that never comes back never comes back which I think we might all be really happy about. I don't know. But she says, the funny thing is, he was so important to me at the time, but I don't even remember what he looked like. And the only way I can explain the rest of this movie is if (laughs) Sandy suffers from face blindness. Yes. I'm serious. This is my big theory. She's got face blindness. If you don't remember that you made out with Keanu fucking Reeves, only two years later, you're face blind. Yes. And and his whole response to that, like San Francisco story about the guy she doesn't remember and being a singer is he just responds. I love San Francisco. <laughs> like, that's so sweet, Keanu. I love that you're trying to make that connection. You have nothing to say about the rest of it, but you do love San Francisco and you're trying to relate. And that was great. It's so good. So then she like she then she says like oh and then my dad died which like sandy just i love your whole soul and nothing was more more relatable than looking at a stranger oversharing and then saying and then this really important person died and then getting up and walking away all of this was such a manic melody move um been been there before been there very relatable content And then he comes over and he's like, so you said you were a singer, huh? Do you think you could sing the song? That's all I know. <laughs> She's like, oh, you hear music too? I can't sing, but I can dance. <laughs> yes. So then there's a romantic dance. They, they do. It's good. This filmography or cinematography or whatever the fuck it's called is good it's a big romance dance and i mean they obviously this is like one of like two times basically where they interact face to face in this movie so i think they did have to really sell it and they did they they absolutely sold it they oh yeah they have great chemistry it's yeah it's beautifully shot Um, and they agree too because at the end they do start making out legit make out what she told her boyfriend later it is elongated there is tongue sandra bullock do not look anybody in their face and try to say that was not a make out don't insult us like that you're gaslighting us right now sandy (laughs) she is and she is and then it's not 
It's not like her boyfriend didn't see it because he does come out to the porch with Keanu's date, Mona, and they watch them make out. And For at least two and, and a half seconds, right? Like we don't see yeah, them, but exactly, it had yeah. to be at the minimum at two and a half seconds. And then he goes, Kate. And, yeah. and they're like, oh, just <laughs> he was telling me about the lake house with his tongue, I think. Oh, no. Oh, no. They don't play it off well at all. <laughs> and then Mona goes, right. Keanu, it's late. <laughs> I'm your fun secretary who would totally bone you really good, but you're not. Wow. Yes. It's you late. really ruined this night that I was very excited about. She's so, been looking forward she, to this. She had for visions years. for this party that. Yes, that he did not share. No. <laughs> not even no. close. Okay. Um, simultaneously, then... she's celebrating her birthday in a bar two years later with Sheree Agdajlu. And, uh, and she just happens to remember that exactly two years ago, she was making out with a guy who is probably this guy she's been talking about. She just gets like a little light bulb. Hold on. And... Uh, Wow. So, so she did, she does then ask him in a letter why he didn't, I think what she's asking is why he didn't tell her who he was at the party. And I'm with him on that. Like she would have thought he was insane. Yeah. Like she's not even come across a magical mailbox yet. Like, no, this would be nuts. I'm not sure why he waits for her to ask him in a letter though like why he didn't tell i feel like he knows where the timeline must be was he just hoping she would remember at some point and it just spontaneously happened to be exactly two years later because he's like yeah you caught me it was me so he he owns up to it but like when he saw her on the train he wrote that he saw her yeah I, i thought it was kind of Funny that he didn't write and say, hey, like, surprise, I made out with you at a party two years ago. Right. He kind of waits for her to ask about it. And Um, and he's he jokes about it being their first fight because she's like, no, I told (laughs) I totally would have responded well to a complete stranger telling me that they know me from my future. Well, and he says he. Yeah, he says, uh, he also says, like, oh, you had a boyfriend at the time. And she's like, oh, he wasn't my boyfriend. He's like, well, was he your brother? And she makes this horrible, (laughs) horrible joke about, like, did he eat a clown for breakfast? And he then describes that as their first fight. (laughs) Terrible first fight. It's terrible. Um, And and it wasn't even like they. So the hilarious thing is the voiceover is played off like it's a real time fight. But Sandy had to think about, did you eat a clown for breakfast? And then she (laughs) had to make the choice to put it on paper. That in a letter. Like (laughs) Like she she committed to that. Yes, he could have said literally anything, unless unless like unless they were just having one of their texts, like you know, popping things back and forth in the mailbox conversation. Yeah, maybe you know, maybe. Uh, oh, maybe. Maybe she she didn't think that one through. This again, we don't know because instead it's it's shot in this very nice like voiceover montage, and they're both sitting, I think, on two sides of the same bench or two benches near each other in uh, in the Lincoln Park Zoo which Mm -hmm. is 
I can't say the best free zoo in the country because I have not been to all the free zoos, but the Lincoln Park <laughs> Zoo is a great free zoo. It's legit. They've got polar bears. Yes. Nice. I, I highly, highly recommend that zoo, especially if like you just need a place to take your kids in Chicago. Like cool. it's, it's great. So, yeah. So, yes. Uh, so, so, and then, oh, and then, okay. So after, after their first fight, Keanu's dad does have a heart attack Mm -hmm. and while he recovers in like the nicest hospital room in Chicago and like spends his time drawing like classical charcoal sketches on trace paper for Uh funsies like I don't don't know why he's doing this yeah Keanu I feel I think he tells Sandra kind of about his dad like yeah so because he must he must like kind of relate that in a letter that that he's been sick and then i think he tells her in the same letter that oh well kind about of about the mom. his parents yeah his relation his parents relationship and he says that his dad built the lake house with his own hands which is just truly insane and <laughs> not a thing that is possible especially it's like a fully steel structure on piers and water like no one is just casually building a house like that in their spare no. time so while he's relating that he also he talks about his mom and kind of the years that they spent there and and it's 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 more kind of backstory for him and his dad um and then he he does go visit his dad in the hospital and and this they have another like really like great conversation about architecture. It was like it was a very it was like a beautiful discussion about like context like the context of different cities. They're mm-hmm. they're talking about like museum how a museum in a, in one city should be different than another cuz the light is different everywhere you go. And that that seemed like something a filmmaker would also appreciate, like the quality yeah. of the light. So I thought I thought I don't know something about this conversation. I could just tell that it was important to the people that put it in the movie. Like mm. I, I thought it was just a really beautiful conversation. Yeah. Well, and I think that if you look at it from a character standpoint, it is it's important because up until this point, you know, the dad's been taking pot shots about him being a sleazy condo right. owner or maker. But then in his dad, I, I feel like is showing him love in the only way that he can. Yes. And that's having yeah. a serious is- architecture conversation and being right. like, this is no, you're an architect. They love and they share. Yeah, yeah. Like you understand this because you are also an architect and a talented right. one. And right. Keanu's like, you know, quietly being like, holy shit. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, we're actually like talking about stuff we both like and like he's like validated my own opinions and like elaborated on them and yeah. yeah. It it is a very nice moment for them. Yeah. And then so we kind of we cut back to 2006 and Sandra I think after finding out that Keanu's dad is in the is in the hospital, she does look up his dad's death certificate. Yeah. But then she sends him his dad's <sighs> monograph in the mail, which was just the most beautiful gesture and she proved that you can send books in the mail. You can, Keanu. And, like it's just yes. <laughs> that's possible but yeah it's it's also and it's 
it's just so nice too because like he doesn't she said you know you don't have to wait two years to see that like your dad's life work and yeah and because in his time the the a, monograph yes. is that what it is yeah 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 that's that. usually like what they would call a book like that that's kind of like the collected works of of like an architect so i mean i, I think i think a monograph can be on anything but that's the, i know that's, that's cool what I, i've always learned i called it a coffee table book because i'm yes. uncultured <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that that would definitely do it. It, it is a coffee table book. I would probably put it on a, a coffee table. Yeah. So. But the important thing from her point of view is like, I can't be there to hold you and like literally be yes. a shoulder to cry on. But if nothing else, I want to show you right. how much your dad did love you. Love you. Yeah. There's in this beautiful photograph of them in the book of him as a kid with his dad at the lake house and it's just it's lovely and so you know even though his dad is has has passed like it's it's it kind of they're able to sort of end it not on a bad note like he he kind of had some closure with him he had that really beautiful conversation and now he's got a way to remember him and and she helped him with that and so that was Mm. that was lovely it Um, really was and then the way that keanu just burst into noisy sobs was sweet and sexy and mean yes and you know I mean, this this man is a professional. Like, uh-huh. he's, he's like, I mean, he's if if you need him to do just an insane, uh, like overly dramatic sneeze at the beginning of your movie to show that he's getting sick because Sandra Bullock has warned him that he's going to get a cold uh, in 2004 because everyone got colds. Like he will do, he will deliver that sneeze for you. Taylor, you're you're the person of my dreams. Thank you for making sure we got that C's commentary in here because I, that could, was I couldn't forget to circle back to that. Yes. Yeah. He's like, I will sell the C's like I've never sold anything in my life. Uh, yes. So he's he's definitely like, and you know, if if he could sell a quieter like moment, just you know, crying crying over his dad, oh. he could do that too. He's he's very good at his job. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, he really is. So now he's like, now that I know we can send books in the mail, I'm not going <laughs> to send you persuasion still. But I no, do I think <laughs> we can get together in person in two years, like name the date and time and place yes. and I will be there. And so yes. she does. She says that I want to go to the nicest restaurant in town. It is the Millennium Park Grill. Yeah, the Park Grill. Yes. <laughs> it's fine. It's, you know, it's several months out, but but a waitress is happy to take your reservation for two years in advance, and she will remember it, even though it's yeah. two years from now. So, uh-huh. This this much, much tinier moment in her life, she will remember, even though I myself am face blind and cannot remember your Yeah, but. yeah. She says, it might be under Four Star, it might be under Weiler. And she goes, Weiler? <laughs> <laughs> Wow. (laughs) And then Sandy sits there for hours. It's true. He does not make it. Because he didn't make it. Yes. Because he's dead to kind of make it. (laughs) There's a half hour of the movie left. And uh, and B, yes, having seen the end of the movie, we know he was hit by a bus a year before. He was, yeah, he's from Dead Town. (laughs) <laughs> she responds though by just 
immediately giving up on the idea of mating. She she literally in this letter where she's like, we're, we just life's too short. We can't meet. I give up immediately. She literally mentions the man who died of being hit by a bus in front of her in this letter and still does not connect the dots. It's I think it's maybe brilliant. meant to remind. Yes. To remind us of that. Well, no, and, um, and yeah, it's so, it's to explain why he was at the park in the first place, because exactly. he knows that that's the only place like in the future. That's the only place he knows she's going to be, because the whole thing, listener, yes. is that she says life's too short for these kind of fantastical relationships that don't <laughs> exist in real life, because ah, I should know. It's not that I'm a doctor and I see death all the time. It's that <laughs> right, this there was this one man, man in 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 Daly Park. Plaza and it was Plaza, yes. and it was Valentine's Day 2006. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he died in my arms. Yes. And oh God. It's so it's so good. Yes. Okay. Yes. And so then she's she, like, don't write to me again. Yes. I'm not coming she to this mailbox. Things. He sends her a bunch of mail anyways. She does not read it. He does later put it in that box in the attic, which she will just never look at. So never look at. And he knows it. He knows. Yeah. Listen, listen, Taylor, we have to talk about this for, I don't know, six hours. He knows that she will never look in that box. Yes. He could just leave an empty fucking box up there instead of the treasure trove of letters. And what he does yes. instead, we find out in a little while, listener, is he does a legit beanie to go into her unit and pry up a floorboard and leave persuasion wrapped in there, but not all of his letters. No, and also, like, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, so this thing, this thing with the book, like, I don't know when exactly this apartment was built, but it seemed new and it seemed like right around the time she was moving into it. So yeah. it can't have been until about two. Like, did he sneak up there while it was still under construction or did he like wait for the perfect moment? to? And like that. That's, an apartment building like that also would never have floorboards that's like that. That's not the kind that, of floorboards they have. That's no. a cabin floorboard. Yes, that's, that's for a very old house. This building is almost definitely like got like concrete slab floor. Like these guys yes. like hiding, hiding this book in there. Yeah, I, man, like. And it is weathered all to else? hell. What happened to that book in that floorboard? You know I, what I mean? I, I know. Did he throw it in a puddle before just to like make it extra dramatic? I don't know. I, and, and he I'm doesn't just even so leave confused. a note in there. I know. I know. She's just like, oh, he must have <laughs> snuck into my apartment at some point. I just, I, I, this, yeah, this is where just all of the rest of my, my questions came in. Oh, like, it was amazing. How did it get here? They're also, I mean, they're also so vague about where that place is. Like I spent mm -hmm. way too much time trying to be like, this isn't the lake house in 2005, right? This is her <laughs> new apartment in 2007. Uh-huh. Because it's not full of glass, but like this doesn't look like her apartment building either. Uh-huh. Like she's she's with her boyfriend though, so I guess he's moved into this apartment. Like Yeah. Or like at, no, because I thought for a minute, I was like, did she move in with him? But then right. what's his nuts wouldn't know 
where that right. is exactly well and and so in the next scene like when they're they're at a new old house that she's like I think oh wait i'm sorry out of my apartment wait is there like, any i'm sorry i i jumped us ahead is there anything we oh, need yes. to talk about before we do well yes. so kiana moves out of of the lake house oh, i think he's there God. for a about a he must be there for about a year like all of 2004 because then kate has to be there for some amount of time before she then moves out in 2006 so they must have both been at the lake house for about a year he yeah. in 2004 and her in 2005 so he moved he moves out at i think the end of 2004 the dog runs off he gives the keys to the lake house to the inadequate boyfriend. I, I have to ask you about this too. I'm so sorry. Yes. So <laughs> Keanu does lock up that whole house. Yes. And then he drives to this man's law firm that's in like, <laughs> I don't know, like a suburb somewhere. It's in Yeah, like- I think it must be the same suburb that this job site and... The, the boyfriend's house is at like and it's all gotta be somewhere near the lake house i think yeah like, it's all like yeah suburban lake chicago so we know that they are broken up because we know that he broke up with her after yes. she did make out with somebody else's yes. face in yes. front of him and then lied about it okay see <laughs> but then keanu gives the keys to him and he says yes. are you still interested in the lake house and he's like, what are you even doing here? And <laughs> Keanu's like, Keanu's like, it's what Kate wants. And he's right. like, how do you know what Kate wants? And then he just like, he's like, I just do. And then he walks away. Not a bad he, question. How does he? I mean, without yeah. getting into, yes, I guess the fact that it's like, no, man, she will live here. I'm just trying to keep the timeline in place. <laughs> so then, so then is it, is it that while they're broken up, he like, he didn't hand him any papers that's like pay the rent to this address. He didn't this is, is the he renting it? <laughs> like, is she is renting this? it? How did it happen? Are they are they living there together and then they break up after? Well, like, and this is this is the dog runs up to the boyfriend, and then I guess they just keep him. That's like, just their or, dog now. Yeah, he just gives the dog to Sandra. <laughs> it's like Hey, I know we're broken up, but this guy gave me these keys for a lake house. I don't know where it is, but if you want it, here are the keys in this dog. You you have a dog now? Congratulations. Yeah. Dog comes with there's, house. Um, Good luck finding it. A <laughs> lot of passing <laughs> details that happens here. <laughs> for think, sure. I, yes, we're just supposed to just supposed to go with it, which fine. And I did. I did. Yes. I did. More fridge logic. <laughs> yes. Oh, and then Keanu and his brother start the architecture firm. That yes. that was the other thing that happened. So they do start Visionary Vanguard Associates. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, the, and then, the, yes. And her whole thing in her letter was like, I have to start living the life that I have. So yes. it at some point cuts to her being like at drinks with other doctors. And she gets a call from Morgan. He's in town. Do you want yes. to get together? Yes, I do. And then she says like, uh, she is the queen of negging this man. <laughs> I know. She says, I, it was really nice to hear your voice. I was surprised at how nice it was to hear your voice. <laughs> and this man is just looking for yeah. any scrap he can get. Yes. Great. <laughs> Moving in tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> the, he's like, the Roman. 
romance. I've never been more wine and dined <laughs> in my life. Oh yes. god, it's incredible. So like they, they start living the together. Smallest scraps. Oh yeah. Oh, at the that's it. At the end of this night, she pointedly looks up at the tree and she's like, "Look, Keanu's tree. Watch me kiss this motherfucker now." Oh, and then she okay. lays one on him. So I I missed that scene. I I, I gotcha. I, I think I think I remember that from from the first time I watched it. But yes, I, <laughs> it's, it's it's just a great like you know. <sighs> there's that tree he planted for me. This yeah. inadequate boyfriend will never do anything like this, but he is here in my time. So I'm we'll kiss. Yeah. So then this is my only way to really explain this logic. Then she finds persuasion in her floorboards. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I have to move out of this place immediately. Yes. She's like, this fucking stalker won't come see me in real life, but he will break into my house to leave me an old book. What the fuck? Yes. Yes. She doesn't doesn't tell uh, tell her boyfriend that. She's just like, yeah, they're at this new house. It's it's like... it looks like it's it's dilapidated and falling down. She's like, no, I'm going to, we're going to, we've been in my apartment over a year. We oh, have to move. Like, uh-huh. Yes. Like she says, she looks at him pointedly and she says, I want to keep moving forward. And yes. he's like, yes. okay, like, I can. You won't know what I mean by this, but I do. <laughs> so then, will. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Listener will. So then, um. Yes. They go to Visionary Vanguard and she's like, yeah, I found this new firm. Yes. And yes. Uh, and this. OK, so this um, this building was just like the the perfect location choice for this architecture for I loved this so much. So this is the Santa Fe building. Uh, it's right on Michigan Avenue. Um, I think it's it's also called the Railway Exchange Building, but the Santa Fe Railroad used to be in there. And oh, uh, neat. and so for for years i don't think it's there anymore but for years the chicago architecture foundation had had space on the ground floor and they would keep this like almost like lobby sized uh model of downtown chicago in there it like it lit up it was very cool and there's like also a lot of like big famous chicago architecture firms that have offices in that building that's so cool yeah so so som which is the firm that did the this well it's now the willis tower it used to be the sears tower and uh, and the john hancock building they're in that building if you if you've ever been to Chicago, like some, like Chicago does lots of cool stuff with lights for different times of the year. And there's this Blue Cross Blue Shield building on Millennium Park that has um, like they'll write messages in the windows with like by turning on lights in the building and like pulling down shades and stuff. Oh, that's cool. So that building, that building was designed by another another architect who's also in that in that building and then my uh, my husband before he became a uh, a sleazy developer as, as his dad would call him he worked <laughs> for an architecture firm in that building so uh yeah so there's 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 a ton of architects and then my other favorite thing about this building is um so my grandpa lived in chicago and he worked for a railway company and and he did a lot of business in that building as that's so, so cool. Yeah, yeah. So I was I was so excited to see them see them show up in in the lobby of this building um, because it's it's really beautiful and from what I can tell it seemed like at least the the visionary vanguard kind of lobby that like of the firm that they go into is still in there. So I have, I I'm very curious like 
I, maybe they just used used an extra space in that spot, but uh, but yeah. So I I I just I like I just got got very excited. When that I is it. so neat. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. I love this so, inside great. baseball moment. <laughs> yes. Bing boom bong architecture to... at the Santa Fe building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great choice on the part of the location scout and uh and and yes good good job uh to Keanu's brother uh and Keanu for for choosing that building to to put yeah. to put visionary vanguard associates in <laughs> okay so. so it's apparently valentine's day right now and simultaneously yes, we see yes. Keanu figure out that it's valentine's day in 2006 and then we also see yes he and his yeah, he and his brother are like walking down the street, and I, I learned a new way that Hollywood tells people they're architects because they're carrying those giant portfolio cases. Um, they which are. I yeah. haven't seen one of those since like school, and even then, most people did not use them. <laughs> uh, people have been using computers for a lot longer in our world than uh, than the Lake House world, I guess. But uh, but yeah, so they're they're walking down the street, and they underline at least like six times that it is indeed valentine's day february 14th of the year 2006 yeah uh-huh. he's like i don't i don't know if it took him a while to get it or they're just really trying to make sure we get it but yes he does discover that it's it's valentine's day of the day that sandra wrote him about being in daily plaza yeah. So, and then and he starts rushing somewhere. Yes. And it's everybody's on the going? edge of their seats. Oh, no. And then, yeah, in 2008, Sandra okay. Bullock and Morgan, poor Morgan, justice for Morgan. He and Mona <laughs> need to get together. <laughs> huh. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Um, they go they, to. They can, they can. No, go ahead. Oh, I was about to say they can just both be like slightly too needy and try hard together and they'll be so happy. They'll be so happy <laughs> together. Oh my god. They they speak each other's love languages. It's it's effort, yes. you know? Yes. <laughs> so okay, so then she's there with Morgan to be like, yes. I need you to turn this dilapidated place into the place of my dreams. And then at the end of the meeting she sees a drawing of yes, the lake house a, yes a sketch of the lake house and so she finds out that a like this architect she's talking to is keanu's brother keanu did die two years ago and see it was the guy she couldn't save <gasps> she's just got to do something with this information and this time she is going to save him so she just like runs out of the building with no explanation for morgan morgan just, is like, hot on it. her heels being like hello, hello wait, where, where are you, you going, going? Kate, yes. <laughs> come back. Yes. yes, but he's, you know, he's, he also, he talks the entire movie about how busy he is. So maybe he just goes back to work. But uh, I mean, yeah. he has no other choice. <laughs> so then she, she rushes just, out to the lake house. Yes. Driving frantically. Like there are then like a lot of shots of her just like dramatically praying next to a mailbox. And, uh, and, and yeah. So and the voiceover is her letter yeah. and it says like, it says like, oh, you know, you were the man and, and I couldn't save you. And so don't go. Please don't go. Right. Do she not says, go to Daily Closet. Yeah, she says, I love you. I haven't said that before, but I love you. And like, come to the lake house. I'm here. I'm waiting. And she's yes. sobbing she, next to the lake house. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
And and so meanwhile, we're kind of seeing this overlaid with, you know, he's been struck by this memory of her and they like they even do a flashback back to that scene and like they've they've got a very poorly aged comment about global warming being not a big deal because uh-huh. it's so warm in, in April or February. But so we're we're meant to think that she has not gotten her message, which I'm not sure when he would have had time to drive up to the lake house and get it or why he would even think to do that because he clearly he's downtown talking to his brother. Yeah. And he's, he's back downtown again. At some point he had to go up to the lake house and get this letter. So he knew to wait for her and not, not get hit by a bus that's just like a lot of driving for one, especially in Chicago, which is, you know, a real traffic nightmare. But like, anyway, so so we're we're just watching him in Daily Plaza and he he thinks about going over to see her. And he has and the, the letter in his it. hand. Yeah. It's like the letter from, I, I guess, 2008. Eight. Maybe. Yes. Because she says, like, don't go, and if you care about me at all anymore, come to the lake house or whatever. And so he's standing at the place he would walk across the street and be hit by the bus. He sees her and her mom, and she says, just wait for me. Wait two years. And he does. does. So when she's at the mailbox, she's, like, you know, crying and praying on her knees. And then she sees the little, the oh, little sudden, flapper boy, that flag, yes. that flag boy go the, down the and mailbox then, flag goes down and he's gotten her letter. She does not even open the mailbox to nope. look and see like, no, but we hear a car pull up. <gasps> the rumble of a truck. All right, everyone. Yeah. Ah! I, I do kind of like to imagine that Keanu was hanging out with his brother, like again on Valentine's day in 2008 and like, once again had to be like dramatically reminded multiple times yeah. so he had like he had somewhere he needed to be yeah but it's him and he's just he's looking so good he's got a nice little turtleneck and his that. camel colored coat and that turtleneck oh, so handsome. yes oh my god and she says you came and then he <laughs> kisses her face off Yes, I feel like if it's possible for a kiss to exist that would make up for the fact that they're like barely on screen together in this entire movie, then I f- this would be this kiss. It's a very, very good kiss. Oh, it is it ardent. It's ongoing. Yeah. Like, there's so much chemistry and he's so <gasps> happy and he waited four years and he just, again, he really sells it. Like, this is... Like, I feel like we've gotten very used to like the like the kisses at the end of most like Hallmark movies. And this is this is not that this man is a professional. Like, oh, my. He, yeah. Yeah, this yeah, was then, like, this was a thing of beauty. Yes. They, at one point, they, like they stop for an embrace and then he just kisses her some more. And yeah, it just keeps going. It's great. It's perfect. And, and then, then they walk, walk arm in the and arm. House into the lake house that i guess i guess he still owns it like even they're not no one's living in there anymore i assume because i guess if he was like did she just send him rent every month while she was there like i I, don't know (laughs) i'm so confused (laughs) right so 
So, yeah. And, and yeah, like, like I said, at some point in our time Nancy's conversation, I do have questions like, will his brother just forget that he told Sandra Bullock earlier that day that he, his brother died in a bus accident or like, did they have that meeting got rewritten at at that all? Yeah. That's the thing, right? Like, did they have that meeting at all for the brother? I I don't know. I have to, I have to assume no. If they did, wouldn't Keanu have been there? Like at that meeting? Like, yeah, because he wouldn't be dead. But, but the movie's over. It was a great kiss at the end. And that's the one. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly it. Priorities, everyone. Yes. Yes. So, so they did, they did do a great job they're back together and whatever i i mean i don't i'm very curious if they'll try and live at this lake house and and what they'll do about this mailbox but you know we'll just assume they lived happily ever after oh yeah what do they do about this mail do they ever get (laughs) actual mail there or are they getting mail from two years ago Uh, i mean does it make another question? I didn't even stop to ponder until now. Oh, like, no. <laughs> I, I hope they get actual mail too. Like <laughs> that seems different. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe that's how he got the rent. And she was just putting it in the mailbox. It was just going straight to him. But maybe. Yeah. He just never looked at the date of those checks. It's fine. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. Oh my so, God. Yeah. Yeah, this is a thing of beauty. I fucking loved this movie. I hadn't heard of it until your email really? suggesting it. I hadn't even heard I, of it. I had not. I had not seen it in in a long time. Like I think since maybe it came out, but I was I was delighted to watch it again. I yeah. like I said at the beginning, I felt like I felt like it really held up. And and I mean, I don't know. Not everyone I feel like could carry off a movie where they are on screen together so little but still have just this amazing chemistry and i i think they really sold it so oh god yeah these two these these two are some of those actors i was just talking to sarah wendell about the actors who play jamie and claire in outlander oh, mm-hmm. yeah and it's like i don't know how also you have chemistry. Yeah. i don't know how you have blistering chemistry like that and not bone outside of work <laughs> like how are keanu and sandra not together forever how i know it's yeah it was it was beautiful it really Good was job. they're such amazing amazing actors oh <laughs> yeah this was a big romance and it i'm was. so glad i got to do it with like a legit architect this is incredible <laughs> yeah i feel like they as far as the architecture did, they did do a really like, I feel like, I don't know, a lot of movies really just, I mean, they're just like, yeah, this, this person has got a, they're carrying around a giant model. They're an architect. Don't think yeah. that. they're like, if we're going to make him an architect, we're actually going to make it a little bit part of the story. Mm-hmm. And we're going to, we're going to make it like part of the characters too. Like, I think it was very like integral to his, his dad and his relationship with his brother. And, and the fact that this is all happening in a house, like, and it's mm-hmm. because of this magical house and magical ma- mailbox and all of that, like, so yeah, it, it was it was great. It really was. I loved it. Oh my gosh. Okay. Do you have a lady love? I do. Yeah. So actually, if if you like epistolary romances and mm-hmm. you like stories with weird premises, 
So this came out like last summer or fall, I think. And I just read it recently and it was The Undertaking of Heart and Mercy by Megan Bannon. Oh, it's a little bit like the setup of You Got Mail where it's it's like two enemies and they're they're writing letters to each other, but don't know they're writing to each other. But it's also like a fantasy world that's a little bit. 1950s but it's also like set on the edge of another dimension with zombies in it it's it's crazy it's it's great world building it's the the characters are like super charming that's cool yeah it was it was a great read so, so that nice okay my lady love i don't know if i've <laughs> said it officially on the podcast or not i think it might have only been in a patreon episode with naima doesn't matter doesn't matter I have been loving this podcast called Love Murder because two of my interests are romance and true crime, and they do both at the same time. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. All of their cases are love gone fatally wrong, they say. It's two best (laughs) friends, and it's just lovely. Yeah. So love Awesome. Big fan. I've gone through their whole backlist. I think I have three episodes that I haven't listened to yet. And I'm very sad I'm coming to the end of the backlist. <laughs> oh, that's so hard. Yeah, yeah. When you're like really into something, like running out of new stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you have to just be on the same schedule as everyone I know, else. No, and then you're like a week. Hard. Are you serious? Right. Like a week? <laughs> right. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm much more forgiving about that because knowing what goes into a podcast, oh. I'm like, girl, take a week. <laughs> like, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> much time as you need. Absolutely. Yeah. So love murder. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Keep being a badass. And love yourself as much as you love just unnecessarily sneaking into someone's house <laughs> to leave a book for them that you you could have just mailed. Could have just mailed it. Yeah. <laughs> just take on that B and E, you know. <laughs> Put your burgle pants on and get in there. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's for love. <laughs> oh my god. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes. We are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list though, so it might be a while. Ah, Lilas. Okay, back to the show.